Hello, my name is Austin Snyder. Uh, I'd like to say before I start that this is my first time uh, really recording a uh, podcast. And uh, in this episode, I'm going to talk about spiritual awakening, spirituality, mental health, and uh, my personal experiences with those things. Something a lot of people don't really uh, pay attention to these days is uh, spirituality as a whole. There's lots of different aspects of spirituality, whether it be Christianity, Hinduism, uh, astrology. There's lots of different aspects of spirituality. Um, now, if I would have heard of the the spiritual things that I went through about, I don't know, eight months ago. I, w- I, r- I really wouldn't know what to say. Um, I'm going to be talking about my personal spiritual awakening and uh, the intention behind me talking about it is so others can, you know, learn about the subject of spiritual awakening because it's something that happens to quite a bit of people. And um, I don't want to say I'm an extreme case, but I had a pretty uh, a pretty different experience. <laughs> um, first of all, my name's Austin. Uh, I'm 18. I went to a high school in southwest Michigan. I played football and rugby. Uh, I never really cared for spirituality and religion. Um, I always thought, you know, there's something, there's something out there, but you know, I don't know what's true. So I just kind of ignored it until it came to me. Now I said, I'd be talking about mental health and, uh, mental health is actually a very big factor on my personal spiritual awakening. Um, I also don't mind talking about my personal mental health experiences because I know if I'm more open about it, more people will will listen to me because I'm a person with real experiences with mental health, as so a lot of other people are. Um, Now, I I struggled with lots of different issues regarding anxiety and uh, severe depression throughout my life. Uh, I struggled with my self-image, my self-love. I put others before me. I put others' emotions before me because I thought that I was just like... I don't really know how to how to describe, but I always put other people before me. I didn't care if, you know, things negatively affected me, if it made someone else happy. I didn't, I, I mean, I guess you could say I was pretty selfless with my emotion, but uh, with that building up, it kind of quickly um, brought my mental health down as I went through high school. I would say that my depression got pretty bad around sophomore year. And uh, from then on to my senior year, there were, there was ups and downs. Um, and something else is I actually didn't get a diagnosis uh, for my mental illness until around March of this year. Um, I don't know how a lot of people can feel with like self-diagnosis, but like um, when I talk about my spiritual awakening and what I went through, 
it wasn't until I went through this that I realized why I was the way that I was because of my mental illness, how it affected me, how it affected my self-image, and how it affected basically my entire life. Um, so around November is, uh, when things started to get pretty bad. Uh, I was struggling with my self image quite a bit, you know, kind of a bigger guy. I played offensive line. Um, I struggled with finding what I wanted to do. Um, the intention behind like the things that I've always wanted to do is I've always wanted to help people in some kind of way. Uh, for a large portion of high school, my goal was actually to be a uh, United States Marine because I wanted to like fight for what's right. I wanted to defend people. I wanted to destroy evil. I wanted, I wanted to do good. And, uh, you know, I, unfortunately I, I let lots of other people influence my, defi- my decisions and I'm not saying that's a bad thing that I didn't end up enlisting in the United States Marine Corps. But I kind of allowed myself to not be myself, if that makes sense. I, uh, I started to like lose my sense of purpose. I decided I was going to go into trades. And it wasn't like, yes, I'm going into trades. It was like, I guess I'm going into trades. I guess I'll be welding and making money. And, you know, I was kind of happy with this decision, but not really, because I knew that there was something else that I could be doing. But uh, but trades was also something I felt like I had to do because because of, like, my mental health. Uh, school wasn't really that easy. And uh, towards the beginning of quarantine, on uh, the last day of school, I didn't go because... Uh, during this time, my depression was so bad that I literally, I couldn't get myself out of bed. And I had a lot of days like this the weeks prior to quarantine. And uh, with quarantine, these things only got worse. I, uh, I stopped caring about my own life. I was never suicidal, but I stopped caring about my own life. Um, I was constantly doing things to try to comfort myself because at this time, my depression and my anxiety were at an all-time high. I was constantly smoking marijuana. I was vaping. I was exercising. I was doing literally everything that I could to escape my own depression and anxiety. And eventually, it caught up to me. I, I... I couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. And, uh, the last resort that I always, that in my head to help with my mental illness was, uh, medication. And during this time, uh, because of quarantine therapy, wasn't really a big thing that I could go to because of the shutdowns and yeah, you know, so, uh, I was actually prescribed Prozac, an antidepressant. Uh, it's an SSRI. It helps with serotonin production in the brain. And um, I could definitely feel my mental health start to improve. Um, Prozac takes about five to six weeks. 
to go into its full effect. And uh, let me tell you something. When it went into its full effect, when I say my brain was rewired, I mean literally rewired. I woke up. It was uh, it was May May twentieth. May twentieth. That morning. Since that morning, my life has been significantly different. That mon that that Monday morning that I woke up when Prozac went into its full effect, my head was rewired. I woke up feeling different, and I don't really know how to describe this feeling because it really only made sense to me. But uh, I remember that morning. Uh, as soon as I woke up, I got up super fast. I got ready for work, and I went for work, and I was wired. I was focused. I was. Like, I don't really know how to describe what was going on with me. Um, but I remember I, I, at the time, I was doing landscaping. And uh, I remember I worked so hard that I almost gave myself a heat stroke. I sweated through three shirts. And uh, my boss had to take me home. And I had to, I barely made it to, my, to the shower. And after I uh, cooled myself off in that shower... Um, I could definitely feel something, something was up with my life. Something was different. Something was happening. Okay. And before I talk about the beginning of my personal spiritual awakening, I'm going to talk about some of the things involving a spiritual awakening. One of the definitions of a spiritual awakening is uh, quote unquote, Spiritual awakening refers to a shift in consciousness and every and apprehension fuck sorry I apologize handwriting's bad of reality which hold which had been been previously unrealized the culmination of such realizations is in the recognition of oneness with all of existence so in a way a spiritual awakening is kind of uh, one's personal path to their personal enlightenment, if you could say that. Some of the signs of a uh, spiritual awakening is uh, heightened intuition, deja vu, seeing repeating numbers, extreme sadness, lost sense of belonging. You keep pondering deep question. You feel like life is false. You feel lost and alone. You see through the illusions of society. Self, You're more self-aware of of how you are you're self-aware of your own ego you might become more sensitive and you might feel a bigger connection to the world and uh i guess what you could say is what prozac did to me is rewired my head and that monday morning not only did i wake up into a manic episode but also a pretty extreme spiritual awakening i still don't know what happened to me overnight for me to wake up in the state that i that i woke up in but my idea is that i maybe with with my new rewired brain i had some kind of dream and i remembered it but i didn't at the same time if that makes sense but 
before this, I was watching lots of Joe Rogan. I was, I was, uh, I was listening to podcasts about different subjects, and I found them really interesting. And I, would, and I would always say, like, it'd be pretty cool to start a podcast, you know. And now that I have some uh, crazy experience, I can talk about it on a podcast. So, and the intention behind this podcast, by the way, in the future, after I'm done talking about my personal experience, is to help people. I want to talk about social justice. I want to talk about mental and physical health. I want to talk. You know, countless subjects, you name it. But anyways, we're going to continue. That Monday morning I woke up and also a lot of the things that I talk about are based off of my own feelings and senses and that's why some of this might not make sense. Because in one spiritual awakening a lot of the things are very difficult to talk about because they really do only make sense to the person who is experiencing it. But I am going to do my very best to talk about it. So after I got out of the shower trying to cool myself off from having a, a near heat stroke, um, I remember I got in my car to go somewhere. And there's this song. It's by uh, Jizza. It's off of the album Liquid Sword. It's called Duel of the Iron Mike. And if you listen to the intro, um, for someone who woke up into like a manic episode where their anxiety was heightened and all their senses and all their, you, if you understand what, what mania, like a, what a manic episode is, you might understand. But something I also learned is that I was in a very minor state of psychosis. It was mainly towards the end of my manic episode, but I was in a very minor state of psychosis. And during this whole time, I knew that there was some kind of third party interacting with my life, but I had no idea what it was at the time. And if I'm going to be completely honest, I still don't really know what that third party is. And at this point, um, I don't really know what to tell you. But anyways, I heard Duel the Iron Mike, and if you listen to the intro, it'd be terrifying for someone who was thrown into this kind of mental state. I literally thought that this song was talking to me. Also, the song came on out of nowhere. wasn't on my playlist. Um, I heard it once, and it was like the week prior. wasn't on my playlist. It came out of nowhere. And if you look, again, I probably can't play the song right now because I don't want to get in trouble with anything. But I would recommend that you listen to it. Good song. Intro's a little freaky. But it felt like I was being challenged to some kind of challenge. Like a challenge to my to like my own mental state. My A challenge of some kind of challenge. It, it, it felt like I was being challenged. And when this happened... I had like goosebumps all across my body. It like I my entire body felt tingly and all I could say was like what the fuck? And I tried to ignore the feeling that I felt that like this song was talking to me and I just kept on going uh throughout my day. And I remember uh during this time I would come up with, like, tons of ideas. 
uh, during this time, I came to realization after realization. I also didn't sleep at all this week. I actually, no, it's a lie. I slept for maybe four to six hours this week. And, uh, that's probably why, uh, that minor state of psychosis kind of grew towards the end of this episode. Mixed with the Prozac. Yeah, you get it. Um, I apologize. I'm trying to, trying to, uh, figure out where I left off. But during this week, it felt like a lot of weird things were happening. And I know it's it's kind of hard to describe because a lot of these occurrences could just be like, oh, that's just a odd coincidence. Um, but like the thing is, is, I don't really know how to describe this. Anyways, I think at least once a day during this week when I was driving, a turkey would run across the road. Um, I remember I knew something was going on. I asked my one of my friends, actually, I'm like, hey, I think some weird shit is going on right now in my life involving spirituality and i know you know a lot about this so i kind of need your need your help and she was like okay uh what's your birthday and i told her my birthday uh september 30th and she said oh well it says here that uh you have a spiritual connection to spiders and i was like oh that's nonsense that that stuff isn't real i was sitting out on my deck on my uh on on the table just sitting there and after she said that a, a very large spider ran across the uh table and i was like what what um but i'm gonna talk a little bit more about the mental health part of this at night i would build my idea of my podcast i remember i made my instagram account and i started just posting stuff all of a sudden, I had this new viewpoint of like music, politics, new perspectives on the world. I would post like things about music, and I would talk about like, you know, if you pay attention to the lyrics and really listen to it, you can find like more interpretation in this than you would think. You know, just stuff like that. And um, I had all these new ideas. You know, these are the common symptoms of a spiritual awakening. And it felt like spirituality and mental health decided to throw me in a a bag and then throw me at a steel wall. that's, That's kind of the best way that I can describe it. Anyways, during this week, I got lots of arguments with my parents, uh, lots of conflict. But the thing is, is during this... I was all of a sudden able to like diffuse the situation and come to a conclusion in these arguments. And one of the biggest things that I uh, noticed <laughs> is uh, when I was having these arguments with my family, a lot of them were in the front room. And I remember I'd look outside during these really big arguments and there'd be an enormous storm. And for, I know, I know, I know. But I had a feeling that what I was going through was connected to the weather. Because here's the thing. I would get home from doing something, hanging out with my friends, going out, doing something. And I, and I, and I had the feeling it was about to rain. 
And when I had that feeling, I was also like, oh, I'm probably going to get in some kind of confrontation with my, uh, my parents. Went inside, the confrontation happened, argument, big argument, looked outside, huge storm, lightning, gray clouds, rain, everything, you name it, huge storm. This happened, I think, two or three times this week, where it seemed like every time I had an argument with my parents, a really heated argument, there'd be some kind of inclement weather. Um, I remember towards the end of this week, it felt like the storm of the beginning of my spiritual awakening really started to settle down. It felt like the dust was, the dust cleared. And I remember when this happened, I was in my house, we just got done eating dinner and I was just extremely anxious for no reason. Cause you know, all this stuff was happening. My, my mental state was just I don't even know how to tell you, but I remember I, I told my sister, I'm like, Claire, I want to go for a drive. I'm really anxious right now. Can you take me for a drive? Also, my parents weren't letting me drive because they knew something was going on. Um, we went for a drive and all of a sudden the world just seemed Beautiful. The sun was out, the grass seemed extra green, trees were blowing in the wind. We were listening to music, and I remember just looking around. And it was like I was feeling a new feeling that I have never felt before. It felt like all of a sudden, I was being allowed to be happy. It felt like I was being showed, hey, everything is okay. You're allowed to be happy. Everything is okay. And when I felt this emotion that I was feeling of just peace and true happiness, which was something that I actually struggled with quite a bit because of how bad my depression was, I just started to cry. I remember just looking outside and tears just started going down my face. And my sister, she said, what's wrong? And I said, I don't, I I don't know. I was, I was like, I was crying and I told her, I said, I need to get out of the car. And we were in a parking lot and I remember I just fell onto my knees And my head was on the ground and I was just sobbing. I was sobbing because all of a sudden it just felt like I was just allowed to be happy. That is what it felt like. My sister, she said, she was like, what is wrong, Austin? And I was was just sobbing. I said, it feels like, like something happened with my depression. It feels like I'm like allowed to be happy. And the tears continued. And this is the most unexplainable part out of this entire episode. I had what I think I could call a nervous system shock. It started right below my nose. 
and right on the center of my chest. And it spread throughout my entire body. I could feel this, this, it felt like electricity, but it was also warm. And I remember when I was having this shock, it was very hard to breathe. My entire body felt like it was just all of a sudden ultra sensitive to like even the air around it. And it's hard to describe because not only was it extremely painful, but it felt almost good. And after this nervous system shock happened, I could barely walk. Like this, this, it, it did that much to me. I could barely walk into the car. My dad had to help me get into the car. Because I, I was that weak. And I remember I just kept crying. Because I just had this, this thankful feeling. Because I knew there was, I, once again, I knew there was some kind of third party that had entered my life. Which turns out to be uh, spirituality. Or spiritual awakening. And I just continued to cry, and my parents were asking me, like, what's wrong? And I told them. I told them, like, it just feels like something was ripped out of me and replaced with something new. And as I learned through, I uh, progressed through my personal spiritual awakening, is that I literally was filled with something new. I literally was filled with a new energy. When I walked into my house, my dog looked at me differently. Like he didn't know who I was. He looked at me with a very strange face. But as soon as he realized it was just me, you know, he was, he was happy to see me. But it's also, it also felt like he felt the, all, like the new energy that I was feeling with me. And I remember, um, I laid in my bed for about 30 minutes and I was okay. I thought that what I was, uh, what I was going through was done. Um, I thought that I kind of like speed ran my spiritual awakening, but as I later figured out that a, uh, a spiritual awakening, yeah, there's about seven stages of it. The first stage is uh, called the dark night. It's like the dark night of the soul. It's basically where, where you go through all of the, the negativity. The, the second stage is the uh, shifting of your perspectives. The third is seeking answers and meaning. The fourth is finding answers and experiencing breakthroughs. The fifth is the disillusionment, di disillusionment and feeling like you're lost again. The sixth is deeper inner work. The seventh is integration, expansion, and joy. Something I didn't really talk about uh, when I was 
talking about uh, my manic episode is that when you go through a spiritual awakening, one of the things is that you see a lot of numbers. And sometimes things like will randomly come to you out of nowhere. I wore number 77 in football. And it felt like during this week and since that week, I've seen a lot more sevens, a lot more double sevens. Um, I've seen lots of fours. Like I've woken up at 4.44 a.m. I've woken up at 1.11 a.m. At just random times. Uh, lots of Lots of weird things with numbers, too. Um, yeah, so anyways, to continue on with where I left off on my manic episode, that night, I remember, um, I, like, my friends were very concerned with me, because I was acting and talking differently. I didn't really talk about this, but I had to, like, relearn how to talk, is what it felt like. Because all of a sudden, my intuition went up, my perspectives changed. I was using words that I, like, never used. Like, long words. And I remember, like, for questions that could be uh, answered with, like, one word, I would use, like, a really big paragraph. And my friends were just like, what the hell is... what, What are you... Yeah, I had to, like, relearn how to talk. It was really weird. Um... But yeah, once again, my mental state was completely jacked up because of Prozac. But, so, I remember that night, I went to hang out with some some friends. And, uh, we were, I'll just say, we were, we were smoking at a, uh, at a place, and I remember... When we were doing it, I was talking to them about all of the, all of the sh- all the weird feelings I was feeling, and I kept on like talking about what I wanted to do. And I don't know why, but for some reason, it felt like I had to keep talking about what I wanted to do. I said, I kept on saying, "I'm going to start podcast. I'm going to help a lot of people, and it's going to work for me because my intentions are good and they're clear." And it felt like I had to say those things. And when they asked me why I kept on saying these things, I said, it's because I know the more that I say it and the louder I say it, the more attention I'll get from this third party and the more it'll work for me. And uh, I was actually kind of right. But I remember... uh, my dad found out that I was out, and he, he came and he picked me up, and he said, Austin, you need to go to bed. You haven't slept in days. The Prozac is effing with you. You need to sleep. I said, oh, okay, fine. I'll sleep. But don't." Uh, and I remember they were all very concerned with me because I kept on saying, like, okay, everything's fine. I'm perfectly fine. I wasn't fine, by the way. Um, and they were worried about me. And the more worried they got with me, the more I would, like, kind of like freak out because that's like one of my things I don't like people to worry about me and keep in mind at this point my brain was jacked up off of Prozac 
I had a bunch of weird stuff happen to me. Um, I didn't sleep. I was very stressed, very anxious. And I remember because of the way I was acting, they took me to the ER. And when they took me to the ER, it felt like all of a sudden this like thing was sparked in me. And I just started to like freak out. And I remember my dad driving me and I kept on saying, I'm, I'm just a good, I just want to be a good person. I just want to help people. I want to start this podcast. I just want to like, I kept on repeating the same thing over and over again. And I was basically yelling because here's the thing. When I wasn't doing this, I felt some kind of weird, I don't want to say pain, But, like, some weird feeling that I had to continue. And my dad was like, Austin, I get it. And he was like, he was also freaking out. Because this is, by by the way, this was a very traumatic experience for me and my family. Um, And I don't mind sharing because I want to talk about these things. Because, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But every time I would finish saying something... I would, like, feel some kind of, like, weird pain. And I remember I was, like, squeezing that little handle on the car because I, like, I felt just this really... I Again, I apologize. I don't know how to describe this, but I felt just some kind of weird feeling. So I kept on saying what I would... Like, what my intentions were, what I wanted to do over and over and over while we were driving to the ER. And... When my dad was like, why do you keep on saying that? I'm like, dad, just keep driving. It's the goddamn Prozac. And then when I got in the ER, I was like freaking out. And I'm like 6'2", 250 pounds. People in the ER see this big ass dude freaking out, yelling about shit. And I remember I, I, I said to one of the hospital people, I said, get Prozac the hell out of my body and give me the strongest sleep medication that you have. I haven't slept in days and this Prozac is, is messing me up. I remember I was like yelling and they brought the security guards in and I remember I yelled at the security guards. I said, I don't want to hurt anybody. Get me to the goddamn emergency room. And when I got in the emergency room, you know how I talked about how I... I would feel like a weird feeling or a weird pain and that the only way to make it to to not feel it is if I kept on talking about my intentions, what I wanted to do and why. Well, when I was in the when I was in the my room in the ER, I remember that that feeling, that pain was like elevated to like an all-time high i remember the only way i could feel better with this new pain this feeling that i had is if i was physically like like destroying things (laughs) and at the same time like yelling about and i remember like telling them i said give me something to break i don't want to hurt anybody i just need to keep doing this or i will or i feel weird pain and i remember I literally like ripped 
the hospital gown that they gave me, like, off. And I remember, like, I hit the bed and I was like, give me some sleep medication. I need to cool off. I have no idea what's going on with me. And I was given some medication. And I slept for 16 hours in the ER. And um, I learned I was going to be taken to uh, a mental hospital. And uh, one of my biggest fears with actually starting like to get help with my mental health was that for some reason I like would be sent to a mental hospital for some, I don't know. And now that fear was about to be a reality because uh, a lot of different reasons I don't like hospitals. My mom is a nurse. Uh, I've heard lots of bad hospital stories. Um, I didn't like that people were going to know that I went to a mental hospital because also people knew that there was something going on with me because I was acting weird, okay? And now I was being sent to a mental hospital and I was like, oh my God, this is this is really bad. But um, a lot more things continued from then on. A lot, a lot more. I actually had another nervous system shock. I experienced more spiritual stuff. Um, I connected with my higher self. I know who my higher self is. It's pretty, I, it's pretty big deal actually that I learned. And, uh, through my spiritual awakening, I learned my purpose and I, and I, and I, and I learned how to be happy while fulfilling my purpose. And how I could do it. My purpose was to help people. That's what I learned through my spiritual awakening. And not only was it my purpose, but it was something that I was very passionate and happy to do. Because uh, not only have I always just liked helping my friends and, and, and people, I was actually kind of like good at it. Like I was kind of like an unlicensed professional therapist. <laughs> um... And now that I had my own uh, my own mental health and spiritual experiences, I'm like, oh well, shit, I can I could do something. But um, all I'll say is I connected with my higher self literally through nervous system shocks. Um, I've experienced lots of different ex- uh, spiritual experiences and weird occurrences, and there's a lot more to be talked about with my uh, personal mental health story and uh, spiritual awakening. And it's actually something I plan on talking about a lot more. Um, right now I'm going to be using this this platform, Anchor. But eventually, uh, once I can get some equipment, I like to do, I'd like to do something on a computer and put it on YouTube. Um... But yeah, once again, the main purpose of me telling my story is so 
not only I can attract attention from my podcast, but people will understand who I am and what I want to do, my experiences, and how I can help people from my experiences. Um, I have an Instagram if you want to follow it. It's AS underscore Clips TV. I post a lot about spirituality and mental health on there. Um, also, I don't know if you guys heard, but the CIA, uh, they kind of released a document. It's called the Gateway the Gateway Project. If you read that, it talks about uh, souls and the human brain and energies and manifestation and astral projection. So if you're a little bit skeptical of uh, my own experiences, that's okay. But at this point in the world, with uh, everything going on, I think nothing is off the table for weird shit. Um, but yeah, I appreciate anyone who uh, decided to listen to this first episode. Um, I tried my best to talk about the uh, mental health and the spiritual aspects. There's a lot more explaining to be done with the spiritual aspects. There's a lot more behind that. Like there's these things called like spirit guides uh, and how they help you in your time of need. And that was obviously my time of need with my manic episode. And also explains, like I said, I felt like I was being guided through my own mental health crisis. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot more about my spiritual spiritual awakening, but spirituality as a whole and mental health. Uh, once again, my Instagram is as underscore clips TV. Uh, also, I apologize if this episode was a little bit messy. Again, this is like my first time really doing this. Trying my best. Uh, we'll get better with time. Uh, thank you.